Ba-dum, boom. It's a local lowdown. It's local and it's a lowdown. Lowdown, lowdown, lowdown. Giving you the lowdown on all things local. Local, local, lowdown. You live here. Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Hey Hey NWA. This is The Local Lowdown. This is a podcast that we do every other week where we talk about the best places in Northwest Arkansas to hang out, to get food, and the best events going on in your neighborhood uh, that you can attend and have a good time. That's the goal. I'm Zach Pankey. I'm Peyton Finley. And we're here to be your... uh, Pioneers, you're, uh, we will take the helm of the ship and carry you to all of our favorite things uh, that we have done in the last couple of weeks. On our rocket ship. On our, ro- our favorite it just made, rocket It ship. just sounded like a space odyssey. Yeah, sure. I dig it. So uh, that's what this show is. And thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. We didn't have an episode on Monday because we were very, very, very tired after the Limelight Music Festival. Yes. How was that, Peyton? Why don't we talk about that just like real briefly? Oh boy, let's talk about it. So, to give a little context for our listeners, the Limelight Music Festival was it was the first time it was actually happening in Northwest Arkansas, and basically it's just a celebration of pretty much local everything but really focusing on local musicians mm-hmm. and highlighting them and giving them the platform to perform uh, in a larger venue when typically local musicians don't get that opportunity. Yeah. And there are probably seven or eight groups that performed, and it was a day of fun at Bentonville Brewing Company. Uh, lots of vendors and people showed up, and man, live music was fantastic. If you are a listener of this podcast for a long time, you'll notice that there are some of the people that we've interviewed in the past there. So like Emily Nance, who's a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. she she just killed it, and she had dancers in her performance. Which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Yes. Which I'm excited about. But, oh man, it was just such a dope event because we got the opportunity to see our local artists celebrated in like such a great way and they got to show off their potential. Yeah. I, I just loved it. It was, God, man, it was such a good time. It like... We talked about this last night, Peyton, but like it reminded me of like why we wanted to start the podcast in the first place. Like there was a lot of fun just hanging out with artists and getting to meet new people and that sort of thing. And there was just like a ton of energy in the room. Um, but it did turn into for me a thirteen hour day. I think for you is about a thirteen hour day also. Yeah. Uh and that was just at the festival. That didn't include the stuff prior to the festival. Oh, and to give a little context for our listeners, we were the MCs of this festival. Yes. We were on stage a lot. We got to goof around in front of a crowd multiple times. Uh it was a great time. And we got to hang out with some friends and make some new friends. I think mm-hmm. I spent most of my time with uh Mother Moon. Uh uh, two people I had never met prior to that day, but they became some of my favorite people who were performing um, at the thing. They were the last band to perform, and so I sat with them at their or stood with them at their merch table basically all day. And they are incredible, great, sweet humans. Uh, but it was a very long day, and uh, we got to goof around and do sponsorship spots and interview mm-hmm. artists and stuff. Yeah. Um, I would very much like to do more of that 
if at all possible. It was it was exhausting, but it was uh it was very cool. Very worth it. And uh and we have t shirts now. We oh, have <laughs> yes, that's so important. Uh if you like our Hey Hey NWA logo, we got that stuff on a shirt. If you like t shirts, we if have you t-shirts. like t- yeah, if you like to be clothed, we've got it. If you like giving us money, we have t shirts. That's that's all all of these can be yours. Yes. All these things that you enjoy wrapped up in the one t-shirt transaction with us yeah so you can find you can just message us on facebook or something if yeah. you're interested in getting a t-shirt um we zach have, and i are around all of northwest arkansas typically and so we'll be able to hand deliver it to you oh okay i thought you were going to say we have a scavenger hunt for you if you want to buy a t-shirt come find us that would be fun and best of luck yeah <laughs> just just maybe i'm always wearing one of the t-shirts and then if you find me and you're like give me that shirt then look, i have to take it off my back and mm-hmm. it's just this thing look for the rocket ship that we're evidently piloting around northwest arkansas we're going really fast so <laughs> got to catch up just wave shoot a shoot a flare at us uh, we may see you and if you do shoot a flare at us we'll know it's a t-shirt thing and not mm-hmm something else not the police or law enforcement trying to stop us <laughs> with our big big rocket ship <laughs> okay now that we've covered that and gotten that out of the way mm-hmm. uh we uh let's do an episode peyton let's talk about some stuff we really enjoy you know why not do you want to go first i guess i will okay all right zach i have a food place um and just for a little bit of context for the listeners uh, the other day I started a six week challenge to like eat well and like exercise and stuff. Sure. And so that's really exciting. Um, but it means my food options are a little bit more limited uh-huh. and I don't typically like find healthy food places, but, um, there's this place I've been going to for a little bit. It's called snack lab and it is in the Bentonville area and snack lab is basically um, just a really healthy, like lunch option. So mm-hmm. what you can get is you can get like quinoa bowls and they have uh, really interesting, healthy options for like drinks, like kombucha, um, which I'm still not hundred percent sure what that is. I know kombucha is a seed, but then beyond that, it's just kind of gone from my brain. Yeah. Um, but lots of healthy options. Um, I have no idea what it is, but I know it's healthy. Yeah. And, well, kombucha, the thing is, I never really heard of it until college. And one of one of my friends who, like, was just really bougie, she just always had kombucha. And then I was like, wow, what's this drink that she always has? And I go to, like, the supermarket. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's, like, $5 a bottle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, never mind. That's not going to be in my diet. Um, it's very Whole foods you know. But, um Anyway, enough about kombucha. They have lots of options that are like vegetarian, gluten-free, dairy-free, lots of lots of options kind of there. So you, if you do have like some sort of restriction or you're not eating meat for a day or you're not eating gluten for the day or you're trying to go paleo or whatever like it may be, like they have really good options for all of that stuff. And typically with healthy food, I'm going to be honest, I get really... I, I don't like it because it's like expensive for something yeah. that like doesn't fill you up. Right. Um, but I don't feel that way about snack lab. I feel like it's a good price for the amount of food that you get and the like amount of filling food that you get. Sure. Pretty fantastic. 
Yeah, so as the name would imply, Snack Lab is about snacks, but I've also heard you mentioned you've been eating lunch there. Oh, yeah. So, like, how does that dynamic work? Because I've only understood Snack Lab to be a snack joint. Well, that's it's not it's not only the case. Yes. So yeah, they have like bowls you can make, like for, um, like you know your typical, like salad bowl style food. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know they had that. I had no idea. It's a significant portion of the place. There's like um when you walk in on the right is like their lunch bar, and then on okay. the left is like a refrigerator thing, and in the back is more snacks. And clearly, I have not partaken in many of the snacks because I did not talk about any of the snacks. Uh huh. And that's okay. Um, I'm there for the lab part of the snack lab, and you're there for the snack part of the snack lab. Um, uh, you're there for the experimentation. It, the yeah, I, I just assumed that would make sense when I said that yes, out loud, no, I but it. it did not work. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, but it's it's a great healthy option. I'm probably gonna go there. A good amount during the next six weeks. <laughs> Just knowing what's ahead of you <laughs> for the next six <laughs> weeks, Snack Lab will not be uh, an infrequent destination. Because, you know, most food places are not safe when it comes to healthy options. You know? Sure. And I, I think the other thing that's neat about them, which you mentioned, is like they have some like pretty, what can be like niche snack options or even niche like lunch options, like knowing that you have a dairy-free option or a gluten-free option mm. or um, whatever. Um, you know, most lunch places, you have to like be real specific to make sure everything is, you know, dairy-free or gluten-free or mm-hmm. corn-free or whatever. Um, whereas there, it seems like you could probably just walk in and, find the thing pretty easily mm-hmm. uh, that kind of fits those health considerations or those dietary considerations. But uh, especially in terms of snacks, I feel like <laughs> snacks are especially hard to buy for, for people. That's true. Who, uh, unless it's like eat a banana. There you go. That, and that's like, wouldn't consider fruit or stuff like that a snack necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're just a healthy boy. Um, which is also fine, I guess. Um, if that's the way you live your life, but they also, I mean, they, the one time I've been there and I've only been there one time, uh, the snacks were like, these are actual real life snacks. Like these are chips. Like I can have these things that are, feel like real snacks and aren't a banana, but also they're safe for me to eat because I am gluten intolerant or, you know, have a bad reaction to dairy when I consume it. Do you ever feel like healthy food is all an illusion sometimes? Okay, Peyton. <laughs> I've been having a lot of conversations about this lately. Uh, you have? This is such a weird topic. I mean, with Addie studying sustainability and like her doing her podcast, um, we recently talked like at length about labels and how uh, like packaging uh, when it says like organic or it says like non-gmo or it says yeah uh whatever the way they can like twist those terms is like is very deceptive on a marketing level Mm -hmm. like even if you just read organic on something it doesn't necessarily mean like everything in there is organic or that it's a warped definition of organic sure and there's like some stuff that you can like usda has 
a label for things that are certified organic. And even that, the way they define like certification for that is so narrow. So it catches so many things. It, sorry, let me rephrase that. It is, it is the lowest common denominator for organic. And there are higher standards in like regions of the country um, for like local uh, organic certification stuff. Um, but like this, the USDA nationwide sort of organic certification doesn't account for like a long list of things that if you heard was like in the process of making your food, you would like say, no, that's not organic. Like it would be mm -hmm. like triggers to say like, oh, like just waste and dump is in and not like, not like fertilizer yeah. dump, but like the actual like waste is in my in the process of making this food. Sure. It's, it's really weird. Anyway. Well, and then the, well, and then similarly with like the non-GMO thing, it's like if you say, oh man, this water is non-GMO, it's like saying, okay, that's it's water. I also have a lot of thoughts about non-GMO and GMO things anyway. And also like GMO doesn't really mean much of anything. Like when Mendeleev was cross-pollinating. Thank you. He was GMOing. I mean, we do that all the time. And even before Mendeleev, like we had like a long history of agriculture where we selected for like unknowingly so selected for stuff that was bigger, produced more like pulp or fruit or seeded better or had a bigger mm -hmm. return on what you planted. Like we've always done this as a human civilization. If we did not like affect our food with GMO, like genetic modification in a natural way, like that doesn't make any if sense. We, if we Things select, survive, we, yeah, we would not be where we are. Our brains would not be as big as they are. We would mm. not have evolved to the place that we are as yep. humans. If we had not like figured out how to selective breed, crops and animals like we wouldn't have dogs like what if we didn't have domesticated dogs <laughs> like that's where that's we would really be sad. there would be no doggos or puppers for us to mm -hmm. hang out with if non-gmo dogs <laughs> yeah it's a dingo it's a coyote it's not good or fun like they're mean anyway so <laughs> snack lab <laughs> so the thing is with your lunch options you don't actually have to worry about most of that crap because it's all just plain ingredients yeah they're yeah. not it's not horribly complicated and so typically you know you get a lot of processed food in like the lunch options places but you don't get the processed stuff you just get pretty fresh ingredients so mm -hmm. it's all good and health is not an illusion apparently it's not Health is not an illusion. It's very serious. Very serious. And we're very conflicted on that, apparently. Uh-huh. We have. I have not done enough homework, is my thing. Like, Zach, you just talked for five minutes I, about it. I know, but I haven't done, like, my homework to figure out, like, what is actually worth it. Like, like, should you buy more non-GMO stuff? Should you buy more local stuff? Should you buy more organic stuff? And, like, in the overlap, what... What are the big considerations and what are like the not big considerations? Processed versus raw, that sort of stuff is 
there's a lot there that I've not done my homework on, but I'm learning about it, which is important. Well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Boo-doo-boop. Boo-doo-doo. This is slowly turning into my other podcast. <laughs> Name that podcast. It's called Potatoes and Molasses. That's... <laughs> And uh, the tagline is Live Sustainably, Drink Responsibly. It's hosted by Addison Hayes and myself, Zach Pankey. All right, that's enough. It's real. That's enough. All right, Zach, tell me about your place or your event that we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, we hinted at our friend Emily Nance's Limelight performance. Um, Emily Nance approached the Limelight Festival in a unique manner that no one else did. And because she's a pop musician, she incorporated pop elements that go with her music into her performance. Uh, dance is what I'm alluding to. Oh, man. Oh. Ooh. Um, so she had three dancers with her, and she herself um, participated in that. And so they had, like, choreography for four out of her five songs, which was excellent we cleared out like there was a vip section really close to stage peyton and i because we had the power to do so cleared the whole vip section you are no longer vips <laughs> kicked everybody out of like the a 30 foot radius in the room uh to make space for emily and her dancers uh but why i'm bringing this up is because i attended a hip-hop class two days prior to the limelight festival mm. Um, and I had been looking for a hip hop class, uh, recently. And when I saw on Facebook a couple of weeks ago that there was one at the Jones center, which is like a four minute drive from my house. I mean, it's a short bike ride from my house. Truly. Um, I got really excited and also saw it was like a $5 cover walk in, hour-long class wow. at the Jones Center. So it's, one, really inexpensive, B, really close to my house, and Roman numeral three. Uh, and it's really fun. Accessible? It was really fun. Yeah. I anyway. Just trying to help you out. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roman number three was, it was really accessible because it was like uh, for ages 13 and up, and it was like, please show up even if this is your first ever hip hop class this is for everybody from first time dancers to like seasoned professionals uh we'll have choreography we'll do a song um and so i show up to this hip hop class at the jones center uh i walk in hand this guy five dollars i get a wristband write my name on an email sheet and like find the studio i'm supposed to be in um, and walk in and there is a teacher in the class, and there were 15, 12 to 15 people there participating in the class. Um, it's like 60 to 75 bucks in the classroom. Yeah, yeah, for an hour. I mean, and she also had to like play in the choreography yeah, and true. you know, that sort of thing too. Um, so it was hosted by Cece Marie Choreography. And I've never heard of her before. Like C-E-C-E? C-E-C-E. Okay. Marie. Space. Marie. Got it. Yes. Um, and so I walked into the class and discovered that I was one of two guys in the class. Who cares? Uh, me? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's here's why I cared a little bit. Um, 
was because on the page it was like, oh, 13 and up. Um, and I assumed that most of the class would probably be women and probably girls too, like under the age of 18. Um, and I had this like weird feeling in the back of my brain that I was going to walk into this class and it was going to be a bunch of high school dance girls or junior high dance girls and like me be the one guy in the room. It's an oddly specific fear. It was an, well, I think my boss in, uh, instilled that fear in me when I was talking to him about it <laughs> before I went. Uh, I was kind of terrified that I was going to be the one guy in the room and it was going to be a bunch of high school girls. You're and it would have felt like $5 is really affordable. Uh huh. It's by the Jones Center. And like, <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, and like Springdale High School has a dance team, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of scared that I was going to be walking into like, a really creepy situation or where I would feel really creepy or like they would have parents sitting on the side and they're like, who's this one guy here? <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe a totally unrealistic fear because Very. when I showed up, it was definitely not that there were two girls there from Springdale's dance team. Um, the two people was to my right were a mother and daughter, like a 13 year old girl and her mom. <laughs> sounds like such there. a good mother daughter experience. <laughs> Doing this hip hop class. There's one other guy in the class that seemed to not know anybody else in the room. And then there's, um, like pairs of women who were there together and some individual, um, and then myself. And so, uh, we, she had a choreography put together for us for the song B I D by Tory Lanes. Um, and I've never heard the song in my life. Uh, but CC was like, this is an excellent song. It's so good. I love it very much. So we're going to do some choreography to it. And I was like, great, cool, cool, cool. I struggled a little bit. It's okay. It's okay to struggle. I've done some choreography in my day. Um, I'm like familiar with like hip hop dance a little bit in that. I listen to it. I dance to it like in a more free space than like what karaoke, not karaoke, what choreography offers. Um, Hip hop dancing has been for me like not restrictive in that there's not rules here to follow necessarily, which is explicitly what choreography is. Like here are the moves. Um, And so she was like really great. Cece was really great about walking us through like, uh, here's like a fundamental thing about hip hop. Like you don't, you don't stand up straight. It's not ballet. You like keep your core locked and you, you know, sit on the heels of your feet and like kind of you're in one position, like, hmm. um, position one for hip hop is different than position one for ballet is kind I would of thing. Yeah. Yes. But she did a really good job of like saying like, this is where you want to be. Like, I can't illustrate it for our listeners, but it's a, it's a, kind of a locked position where Mm -hmm. you're kind of bent over. Um, And she kind of walked us through that and we would walk through pieces of the song at a time. And so we got through actually in, we had, we were in there for an hour. It was an hour long class. Um, And over the course of an hour, she taught us this choreography that she had uh, created. Um, And we got through like the intro to the song and the first course and the hook of the song. Mm. Um, which was like, I thought pretty significant for like a first time choreography class and for her to be like on it, Mm -hmm. like making sure we didn't just like 
sit and reside on like something of people like trying to perfect the same move over and over. Like yep. we moved on and built on stuff. Uh, she was really excellent and really encouraging too, which I liked a lot. I liked it when she would say it about other people. Um, I hated it when she would point me out. Um, <laughs> cause I like wanted to shrivel up in a little ball and not be seen. Um, but, but it was really... heard on this podcast. Yes. So there we go. Uh-huh. Well, I, th- I, certain types of, in- anyway, I'm not going to get into that here. <laughs> okay. Um, but it was, it was really nice for someone to say, like, I see that you're like putting a lot of energy into this, like keep it up. Even if you're not getting it, like here is the, the center of it. Like make sure, you know, you do the upper body. You don't have to do the lower body. Just like get parts of it. You know, you don't have, this is not a perfection thing. This is like a learning experience for all of us. And, you know, you could treat it. You could just treat the thing as like a workout completely, Yeah. which is totally sort of how I treated it. But also I'm sure how other people in the room were treating it. Um, just a fun way to work out with like other people, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly for some people it was a bonding experience between mother and child. Beautiful. Um, neither of which were really getting it at all, but they're having a great time, <laughs> uh, which is cool. And then there are people in the room like showing everybody up cause they were dancers. Uh, so I hung out after the class was over. Uh, my legs were killing me for the next two days, uh, which was good. It felt really great. And so after the class, I was like scrolling through her. Uh, Facebook page, like her professional Facebook page, to see if she gets together with other people and does this choreography anywhere else. Um, and I found out that she teaches these classes in Bentonville and Fayetteville. Oh. Um, and so the next night she was going up to Bentonville to do another $5 class. Um, hmm. So, and each of these have like a catchy name. Like the one I went to was called The Vibe or whatever. Hmm. And there was like other names for other ones. Uh, so as I'm scrolling through her Facebook page, I scroll and see a face that is very familiar to me. Um, and that, and that is the face of Emily Nance and keen listeners will remember that Emily Nance is our friend who is performing at the limelight festival. Um, and I was like, Whoa, she knows Emily. And so I was kind of reading it and she mentioned the limelight festival in this post with Emily's face on it. And so I kind of stopped reading cause I wanted to ask her about it. And so after everybody had left the class, after I was sitting to the side of the class uh, for a very long time, waiting for everybody to clear out, um, not looking at all like I was going to go ask for her number or anything, (laughs) I I walked up to her and I said, hey, Cece, Zach, um, you know Emily Nance? Question mark. And she said, yeah, um, I did the choreography for her new music video, Stay Go. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I knew she was working on this music video. I didn't realize you did the choreography for it. That's really neat. Um, and I was like, I saw that you mentioned something about her playing Limelight Festival. And she was like, oh, yeah, I did her choreography for Limelight Festival also. And I was like, whoa, that's super neat. We're actually going to be there. The buddy of mine who's going to come with me tonight, Peyton, uh, and I are emceeing this event. And she's like, oh, that's super cool. Um, I'm actually going to be dancing with Emily at the Limelight Festival. So one of the three people who was performing with Emily come Limelight Festival was Cece Marie. And I just, I was like really taken aback by like, oh, this is not a huge town. Oh, a small world. Uh, very oh small world. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was like really friendly 
to get to talk to just like one-on-one too. Mm-hmm. And once again, really encouraging. Um, and it was great to see her again at the limelight festival and get to hang out with her and talk to her and like see some more other choreography she put together. Cause the choreography she put together for limelight was so much different than the, um, choreography she put together for our hip hop class. Mm. Cause it was like a different style of music. And then, uh, her page features some other styles of music, um, that she choreographs. Um, but I am like very much looking forward to going back to this hip hop class uh, I will be going back and giving her another $5 because I had such a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may even check out one of the other ones, either in Bentonville or Fayetteville. Um, and if I can ever catch her and the people that she dances with as like a crew uh, performing somewhere, I would love to go see them. And I have no idea other than like the music videos they perform for because they're in music videos constantly, evidently. So that's cool. Well, well, well. I just spoke a lot. You did, but it, it was it was important. It was showing off Cece. Uh huh. And so she demanded Cece Marie. She demanded choreography. Yes. Right? She and she demanded that you be there next time, Peyton. Oh, she demanded it. She, okay. Yes, she did. Well, uh, yeah, it's Cece Marie choreography. Okay. On Facebook, you can find her and keep up with those events and stuff. They have some videos and stuff on there. You can see kind of how big some of the classes are and realize it's not super weird if you're the only guy that's going to show up because you're not going to be. Because Zach's going to be there. Because Zach's going to be there. I'll be there. I'll be the other guy there. Um, So anyway, if you're looking to catch me in my rocket ship uh, on Thursday night, you can find me at the Jones Center. Yeah, we that's where uh, one of our stops are. Studio. It's like a bus stop except for, for rockets. Yeah, Studio B. Uh, at 7.30 to 8.30, you can find me there. I will have t-shirts. Rocker, Rocket shows up at 7.28. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last time it caught me sprinting inside trying to find <laughs> where the studio was because I had no idea. Oops. Oops. So anyway, that... Can you hear that, listeners? There's music playing. It sounds like Little Mermaid. It's outside. It definitely is Little Mermaid. It's definitely very loud. Well, listeners, I don't know if you can hear that or not. I don't know that you can. It's growing in intensity. <laughs> I'm just really curious. Uh, let's see if I have any choreography lined up for Little Mermaid Little songs. Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, poke your head out there and yell at them. Hey, you kids! Snow cone truck. There's a snow cone truck. Well, listeners, I'm abandoning this podcast. I'll see you later with a snow cone. I might have some recommendations in a second. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let me get my keys. If I can use your key. There's cash in my car. Okay. What do you want? I don't know. I'm some options. All right, listeners, just so you know, uh, Zach ran out the door to get a snow cone and just bolted out the door just ran out outside and i'm stuck inside and yeah he better come back with a snow cone for me hey listeners we're back um i actually did abandon the podcast and uh ran down the street after the kona ice truck which is oh good (laughs) um and now we're back with some Frozen treats. Peyton, what you got there? 
What are you eating on? So speaking of my fantastic diet, mm-hmm. um, I got um, the flavor is actually called Orange You Happy. It's not just orange; it's Orange You Happy. I bet you are now. <laughs> Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Orange, you glad you ran down the street for a snow cone? I did. I didn't even <laughs> put my shoes on. Yeah, and then my neighbor, who I bought my bike from, said, like, you just running for snow cones? And yeah, she was pretty interrogative. She was interrogating me about why I was running down the street like a madman uh, in their quaint little neighborhood. Because <laughs> I look like a psychopath running for a snow cone. Um, I got I got the watermelon wave. Oh, okay. With some of their... Uh, new sour flavor that has been in high demand. And so they said they were going to do it this summer. Um, And so, yeah, I got some sour watermelon. Okay. Oh, I forgot to add, um, on my Orange Happy, I got some sweet cream on top. Really makes it like a dreamsicle. Yeah, so we've got a bonus recommendation. It's Kona Ice. (laughs) Kona Ice in Peyton's neighborhood. (laughs) Just come to my house and you'll find it. Okay. I think we were just about done talking about the hip hop class. Yeah, though. I think so too. I think that was a good I think that was a good spot to be interrupted. Yeah. Alrighty. We got one more recommendation for you on top of our bonus recommendation of Kona Ice and Peyton's neighborhood. Um Everybody move here. Everybody move to Peyton's neighborhood. Come eat ice cream with us. Or ice sickle. What is it? Snow cone. What's it called? You don't deserve snow cones. You're right. You're right, I don't. But the good Lord has blessed me with it anyway. Yeah, okay. All right, we got one more recommendation for you guys. We've got a... Is it a place we got to talk about now? Yeah, we got a place. We got to talk about a place. Um, excuse us eating our yeah, you're gonna snow hear. cone right into the microphones. Yeah, you're going to hear that the whole time. I'm um, sorry. That might be our new shtick for the podcast, Peyton. Oh, man. Snow cones with it's Zach and Peyton. Snow cones. <laughs> snow cone review with Zach and Peyton. Okay. Not opposed. All right. Let's talk about a place. I hinted at this place a second ago. This uh, is a very contiguous podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we, uh, I talked about going to the Jones Center for, for my hip-hop class. Um, prior to that, despite living in Springdale, I've only seen the outside of the Jones Center. Um, have ridden my bike over there a couple of times. I know that there's soccer fields that people practice on and people do little league football and stuff out there, but I've never actually been inside. Um, so this, uh, this experience with the hip hop class was the first time I was ever inside and I was actually really impressed with how much was going on in that joint. What was your experience? Uh, yeah. Jones Center, Peyton? So my experience was, uh, I went to, uh, it was not a hip hop dance class, something very different, uh, racial equity training, which was super neat, um, which has nothing to do with hip. I don't know. Just it's just a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I was there, I passed by some huge basketball courts. But uh, so the racial equity training that I went to is basically trying to understand racial issues not just on an individual level, but also like a structural level and a systemic level and all that jazz. And it ended up being pretty good. And I was with some people in diversity and inclusion at Walmart, and they're actually going to integrate that into Walmart curriculum now. 
at least a different version of that with that group. So anyway, that has nothing to do with the Jones Center. <laughs> it doesn't? No. But I think you, you can rent out areas of the Jones Center for uh, your various events like racial equity training. Yeah, their website says uh, Northwest Arkansas's premier facility for recreation, learning, community events, and parties. Mm. Uh, oh, with the region's only year-round ice rink, two swimming pools, state-of-the-art fitness center, gymnasium, auditorium, meeting place, and more. Um, I just read directly from their website because mm. that's our uh, professional shtick for this podcast. Um, but you know it's not from the website? Um, after the racial equity training, I apparently left my laptop there. Oh, beans. Uh, for two or three days because it was right before the Smokey in the Mirror episode that I realized I left my laptop there. That's no good. And because we need to record that episode. And so I had to run all the way to the Jones Center and it was still there. So it's a safe place for you to leave your unmarked bags uh-huh. with laptops inside. Unlike S- X and A, you can't really leave your no unmarked way. bags there. Not allowed. Jones Center is very different. Um, yeah, I think that's enough. I was really impressed. With, well, I was really impressed with the well, facilities. Um, you know, I think when most people think about Springdale, they think like, "Oh, this schlubby town," and yeah, which um, is not fair. Which is not fair to Springdale. Springdale's coming up, and I think like the Jones Center is like a really great evidence of that. They have like tons of outdoor space for like. Recreation. I mean, like like I mentioned earlier, places to play soccer all over the place, little league football going on. There's bike trails and playgrounds, and like the place is covered in murals, which is gorgeous. Like, there's so much room. Um, and then you go inside, and there's like a giant, two giant basketball courts and a track around the basketball court. There's a gym in there. Like I said, the studios that were in there. Um, and I was only in kind of that area. But as far as like using the facilities, like to have a free option in the area to like go in and have all this stuff at your fingertips. I don't know about the rec- like I don't know about the uh gym, the workout gym. If that's free or not. Probably not, but it's probably a reduced price, especially to Springdale residents. Yeah, for sure. But to have a space to go in there and like shoot basketball around with somebody where it's like warm and not freezing outside is like really, really nice. Um, the facilities were incredible. I was really, really impressed by them. And it sounds like they have way more than just, I mean, obviously they have the auditorium and all the meeting space and stuff too, on top of like recreational stuff. And then it's like opportunities for families to have parties and whatnot. So if you are close to the Jones Center and you're trying to figure out a way to uh, stay in shape or find a place to go shoot basketball with your buddies or whatever, like check out the Jones Center in Springdale. It's like real great. And they're open till 9 p.m. I think most nights. Um, That's decently late for a community center. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, go check it out. It's worth seeing. Uh, Come hang out with me in the hip hop class or whatever. Um, But yeah, that's my recommendation for a place. And I guess Peyton's also for a place in Northwest Arkansas. You know, I have an idea. What if we were to do like a live podcast recording in a rented space in the Jones Center? What if we did that? That would be a great thing to who, do. Who would we talk to? Uh, Your mom. I'm going to throw this spoon <laughs> at you. <laughs> Don't throw your snow cone at me. 
I mean, it's not my house. No, you're not allowed to do that. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, sorry to end this podcast so abruptly, but we have snacks to eat. Um, mm-hmm. And you can find us on the internet. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, thanks, Anya. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys later. I'm going to go eat my ice, ice cream cone. My snowball snow cone. My juicy snowball. You're not you're not allowed to have this. Um, it's mine and I paid for it. Okay. My mom said I could have it. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, listeners. Uh go find us on Facebook. Invite us to your next event. Uh yeah, we despite our lack of showmanship and professionality in this particular in this episode. venue, um, we really enjoyed emceeing the Limelight Festival. And I don't know if you'd like us to MC or MC your birthday party, uh, DJ your four-year-old's birthday party, karaoke your four-year-old's birthday party, karaoke your DJ. Um, then we are more than available to do so. So shoot us a message, and we'll bring the party, and you bring us the money, and we'll buy the snow cones with the money. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll see you guys later. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. See ya.